Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en Español.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. You living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course And man, today on the show As per usual, I'm just gonna kinda give you guys an insight into my my brain, uh, as we kind of do on these Tuesday episodes uh, when we don't have a guest, I'll kind of just give you, um, man, just a bit of what I've personally been stewing on in hopes that it connects with other people out there. Now, I'm currently writing a little, um, I mean, I guess it's technically a book. Um, I'm writing kind of 
a shortened little book of just like thoughts, ideas, confessions, a bit of my photography. Um, and I'm not, I don't know, I feel weird even saying it in that, in that way. I'm not a photographer, but just random kind of pictures. I have a film camera that I take pictures on. Anyway, it's going to be a collection of a, a bunch of random things like that. And I was was kind of stewing on this idea over the weekend and I ended up writing about it. And I thought it'd be interesting to kind of share it in in podcast form, uh, you know, since we're kind of probably a few months out from me being able to even release that that book idea. But it's the idea of of kind of having to go into a bit of seclusion sometimes to find yourself and and not even just find yourself, but but also grow as a human being and to to learn and to to get really clear on what it is that you want out of life you know um the the type of people you want to surround yourself with and and even you know more specifically you know the type of person that you want to be yourself and i think in in life you know this especially this day and age that we live in there's so much noise you know and uh there's so many things to do and and so many ways to document what we're all doing. And as a result, we all constantly feel like we're missing out on something, you know, and, um, and man, yeah, it's just a lot of distractions. And, and I think that it kind of hinders us from really getting in touch with ourselves and who we are and, and what exactly we're feeling, you know, and, uh, and, and just having overall clarity of, of mind, body, and soul. Right. So, so for me, the basis of this conversation kind of comes off of, this story about the writer Joseph Campbell, and if you've been following me long enough, you know that this is probably one of the most impactful people on my life as far as you know things that I've read. He has the quote, follow your bliss, which is something that stuck with me since I was in my early 20s and something that I have plastered gigantically on the wall of my studio when you first walk in. And, and he's just been a big influence. And he tells one of these stories about how he you know just went off into the the woods essentially for a number of years and i'll, I'll kind of go more specific about it in our for the people in the back segment but overall it's this idea of just like going into seclusion and cutting out the, the noise and, and cutting off the outside world as a whole to really get clear on on yourself and to really educate yourself on on whatever it is that interests you right so that was kind of this inspiration for the piece that I was writing. And, and I've been wanting to kind of do a podcast in regards to that because it's been something that's been on my mind um, over the last few weeks as I begin to kind of integrate a bit more into the outside world and, and being social, I guess. Because for me, I've gone on this journey since the pandemic and it's been life changing. So I want to kind of share some of the concepts behind it and and just maybe inspire some of you guys to to take some time for yourself and to, to help, you know, maybe figure some some things out or, or get clear on on different aspects of your life. So without further ado, you know, I want to get into this topic and uh, I'll leave you with a, a kind of paraphrased quote from Joseph Campbell. But he says, uh, you know, the answers that you seek are in the cave that you fear. And I'm just paraphrasing a bit, but I think that's what the idea of this whole thing is. You know, sometimes you have to go into that that cave of, of nothingness and maybe get lost a bit to find the answers that, you know, your, your soul has been starving for, so to speak. Right. So, yeah, well, let's just uh, let's get into this this whole conversation. First and foremost, we'll, we'll do a bit of a deep dive into Joseph Campbell and how he kind of adapted this philosophy and what he went through and the inspiration for me, you know, of course, as I said. So we'll do that in a segment we call for the people in the back. 
So, like I said, Joseph Campbell has been wildly inspirational for me. He's changed my life with his writings. I mean, this is a person that died, you know, before I was even born, but has had such a profound impact on my life. And it reminds me of this, this Seneca quote that I recently read, and it's kind of uh, a bit off topic, but the idea that, uh, you know, he says, quote, life is short, art is long. And I'm just sort of starting with that just as a reminder that like the things that we create, the things we put out into the world you know, can affect people long after we're gone. I know I've said that before many times, but this Joseph Campbell, you know, uh, lesson that I'm talking about today is, is proof of that. Again, somebody that died before I was even born and, and look at how much I talk about him and, and how much of an impact he's had on my life. Now, specifically when it comes to this story, because I know I've touched on Joseph Campbell in the past, in, in the last season, but um, when it comes to this story, I remember just like, I think I was 22 years old when I picked up my first Joseph Campbell book, 21, 22. And I remember reading this story that he talks about how he just went off into the woods essentially to read, right? And now the full story, as I've done some kind of research a bit, and, and he talks about this is basically, you know, this was during a time when the stock market crashed and we went into a depression. And, and Joseph Campbell was someone who, you know, was very studious. He had his master's degree. He was actually on his way towards getting his PhD. He actually only needed to complete his thesis and he would have gotten his, uh, his doctorate. But instead, true to the, the words that he has passed on to all of us in, in the form of follow your bliss, instead he decided to drop out of his, his doctorate and go into the woods uh, of upstate New York and, and literally just go into a very scheduled, and very disciplined mode of deep reading for about five years, right? And that just sounds insane to me. I mean, I'm I, I was reading a bit deeper into like some of his his regiment, and and this man took his his reading incredibly serious, right? I mean, he talks about how you know he would uh, be reading, you know, in three four hour periods, right? And and he would be just reading straight for for a three, four hour period. And this was his discipline. He kept doing it, you know, for that five years. And I think I, I even remember the, the part of the book he was talking about this being a time during depression where, you know, people didn't have money. And and he was actually would write letters to the publishing companies and ask them if he could, uh, you know, have these these books on like loan or that he would pay them back later. Or he'd send them back. I can't remember which one it exactly is, but Publishers actually would send him books and he just kept reading and reading and reading, right? And I think the the general idea of this is like selfishly taking the time to indulge in the thing that is is burning, you know, in your heart, essentially, right? Like I was always incredibly jealous when I read this time period. Like I always wanted this period for myself. I've always envisioned the idea of just like going away somewhere and creating and having no phone, no, no nothing, and just being lost in my creativity for an extended period of time. And uh, it, it, it's because the way that he kind of, I guess, romanticizes this part of his life. But, but in reality, when you think about it, this is the, the time period that created the, the man and the mind that we know as Joseph Campbell, right? Like he had a lot of thoughts and ideas, obviously, going into this period. But the ability to be alone with his thoughts, the ability to educate himself by just you know endless reading 
you know, created somebody who, man, was was so well versed in the topics of life and so well educated and and had so much clarity on what he believed the the meaning of life was, or more so, you know, the 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 art of living, right? And uh, and I, I corrected myself there because he, he believed that we we give meaning to to life essentially with everything that we do, but you know the this person that we're talking about was forever changed by the time that he took to invest in himself and the time that he took to be selfish and and sort of cut himself off from the outside world and all of the distractions that it has and and focused on himself and becoming a better version of himself and and also you know focusing on his growth and his evolution which i think sadly is something that we have trouble with in the modern era right and and obviously, we can't all just go disappear for an extended period of time. You know, we have bills and, and we have family and, and all these different things that, you know, we are re- responsible for. But I look at it more of um, more of an analogy, you know, for, for being able to find a way to focus on what's important. And even if you look at him leaving his, his doctorate, you know, when he really only had to write a thesis, he put in all that work. But again, it's, it's following what was most important to him, right? betting on himself and understanding that he had to explore this burning desire that he had inside of himself, right? For whatever reason, this thing, you know, he couldn't get out of his mind, this idea of just wanting to be alone and, and educating himself, right? You know, I, I think it it speaks to the idea that, you know, the notion that we can't do something or now is not the right time. Those are all things that we create in our head, obstacles we create in our mind, barriers we create in our mind. And again, Everybody's circumstance is a bit different, but I think if you truly broke it down, if you really, you know, made it a priority, you could find a way to carve out, you know, that that time you need for yourself to be selfish, to work on whatever it is that that is speaking to you. Right. And I, I just think in, in multiple ways, this story is, is incredibly inspiring. And I know for me, you know, what uh, was really, man, something that I longed to do. And it took me 10 years to do so. And I didn't even do it. Uh, willingly, but I, I think you know, just like anybody else, I made excuses for why I can't do something like this, why I can't be, you know, um, this this selfish. And, and don't get me wrong, I had to be selfish in many ways to chase after what I wanted. But I think I, I never sat down to truly find myself and and truly, you know, figure out who I was. And and that's what I kind of want to get into in the Mihente segment and talk a bit about how I had my journey in the woods, you know, and. I had my time where I was selfish and kind of cut any of the noise out and, and, and found a lot of clarity and a lot of growth personally. So I want to get into that in our Mijente segment. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever 
You get your podcast. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds make mom's mother's day and all the 364 days that aren't mother's day with a bartesian cocktail maker at 50 off visit b-a-r-t-e-s-i-a-n.com backslash mother now to get 50 off the bartesian premium cocktail maker bartesian premium cocktails on demand So for me, my, my time in the woods came 
10 years after I had read about Joseph Campbell's for 10 years, I fantasized about what this would be like. And I made plans for, you know, shortened periods of time like this. But it was always like, oh, it's too expensive to go rent a, a cabin in the woods on Airbnb. Oh, I don't have the time. I got to work this week, blah, blah, blah. Right. Always had an excuse. And then, bam, the pandemic hits. Right. And we're given this opportunity. Right. And, and by the way, when I speak about the pandemic, and, and COVID and, and everything that happened with that. I don't want to take away from anybody's pain, the loss that, that people had of, of loved ones as a result of it. I personally you know, lost my grandmother during that time, um, not from COVID, but, but she passed away and we weren't able to be with her in the hospital because of the lockdown. We weren't able to you know, have a funeral for her or, or, or bury her uh, you know, because of the, the lockdown and, and, and the quarantine and all that stuff. So you know, on, on that end, obviously a lot of loss, a lot of devastation, you know, but personally, as far as my journey as a human being and, and where I am in my life and even my career, I look back on the pandemic and I'm grateful for the mindset that I adapted during it. Right. And I, I've mentioned this a few times, but I, I know I saw it, the pandemic as an opportunity. Right. And, and not at first, you know, I mean, listen, at that time I was making a lot of money DJing that was, uh, you know, uh, uh, rivaled my money with the Breakfast Club. Probably actually I was making more money DJing. And it was just a huge, you know, uh, source of income for me, you know. And, and that dried up real quick uh, overnight, you know. And, and I had to figure out what the hell I was going to do financially. And that was obviously a really scary thought. But, you know, once you, you kind of get over that knee-jerk reaction, for me, I adapted the idea of seeing all of this as an opportunity, right? Because I think I had begun to recognize prior to that that I was outgrowing a lot of aspects of my life. I was outgrowing a lot of the people around me. You know, they didn't have the same hunger and thirst for for growth as I did. You know, they seemed really, um, man, happy with just sort of the Groundhog's Day that that was our life. You know, especially at that point. You know, being in the music industry, the entertainment industry, and everything that comes along with that. You know, and and I felt like I was outgrowing a lot of that, and I felt very alone in my mindset shift that was happening and at the same time career-wise I was feeling like I had outgrown the things that you know I was I was a part of and uh you know even more than I was aware of at the time I mean it took me you know even up until recently to really recognize what was important to me and why I was so unhappy in in that situation even the ones that followed but you know I I recognized uh, you know getting back to the pandemic and mindset I recognize this opportunity. The world is at a standstill. You know, there's uh, not a lot of noise out there. There aren't things to do. People aren't reaching out left and right to go to this event or that event. You know, we're all kind of in our own zone. And some people are going to, you know, use it uh, and, and as a means to kind of just fulfill their vices and drinking or man, watching TV, sleeping all day, whatever it was. But for me, I knew that I wanted to come out of this you know, thing whenever it happened. I want to come out of it a better person. I wanted to come out of it in a better place than I was going into it, you know. And and I embraced the the self isolation of it all, you know. I, I know for me during that time, I read a lot. I I you know tried learning a bunch of different things. I I you know dove into a lot of different creative ideas. Some of which were terrible. Some of which were good. You know, uh, a lot of them I never you know will show anybody, right? Or a lot of them will never see the light of day. But I was learning about myself, right? I was 
you know, putting in the the time and effort, right? You know, I, I had a regiment with, with the content that I was creating at the time and I was pushing myself to learn. I was pushing myself to be more authentic. I was finding my voice and, and I was breaking a lot of the bad habits that I had developed, you know, as far as trying to, I don't know, live a certain life, right? The, live this sort of shallow, egotistical life that uh, I, I needed at the time or I thought that I needed, right? And, and this time gave me a lot more clarity to, to realize, you know, what was really important to me. And I think it also was a blessing where I didn't have to cut people off or not spend as much time with certain friend groups because there was nothing to do, right? I had an excuse and it allowed me to put that distance needed. And, and I'm grateful for, for that because it gave me that clarity once again to, to realize certain things. You know, I know, for example, for me, you know, a lot of my friendships, not all of them, but a lot of them were friendships out of convenience, right? People that I work with, people that I was around as a result of what I did for a living. And, and you know, while a lot of them are really great people and, and a lot of them I would genuinely consider uh, a friend, you know, there were a lot of relationships within that that lacked depth, right? You know, we we didn't talk about real shit. We didn't connect on a deeper level. It was, you know, about being able to go out and party and do crazy shit. And that, that's it, right? And enjoy this this life of working and, uh, you know, man, working in the entertainment industry and living in, in the New York City area, really. You know, that was what our, our friendship was essentially based off of, right? And I got really clear on, I don't want those types of relationships in my life. I don't want shallow relationships, you know, in my life. I'd rather be by myself at that point because they're, they're not serving me anything, you know. And, and at the same time, I got really clear on, you know, what were the causes that I stood behind, right? I, I think even tapping into, you know, man, my my idea of what it meant to represent my culture and, and be Latin, right? And, and the identity crisis that I had developed for years throughout the course of my life, like I really explored that and found a lot more confidence in that. And I think that, you know, I, I found confidence because I was just throwing myself out there more and more, right? I was unafraid to, to fail because everybody was sort of putting themselves out there. Like if you think about that time period, it was really interesting because you had, you know, the biggest artists, celebrities, influencers, whatever it is, we were all doing the same shit, right? Like everybody was hopping on Instagram live from their house, not really doing anything, or they were trying to find creative ways to pass the time, right? And it was like, you know, kind of janky because nobody was, uh, you know, sure how to make this whole digital thing work yet, right? Zoom was a new thing. Uh, Instagram live being this regular was a whole new thing, right? And and it felt like we were all kind of on the same level, you know, and, and it, it definitely allowed for more experimentation without the fear of judgment, you know, and the stakes were a bit lower because, you know, we were all just trying to figure out this this whole uh, world that we were living in where we relied heavily on technology, but like the technology hadn't yet caught up to what we needed, right? And again, that was such a blessing because I was able to put myself out there. I've talked about the daytime show I did on Instagram, right? And And like I was speaking authentically, you know, and pushing myself each and every day. And uh, I even remember the first time I did it feeling so nervous and awkward, like, oh my God, I'm live and people are watching. But like, you know, pushing myself outside of my comfort zone, you know, was huge and like laid the groundwork for, for where I am right now. Like, 
I, I think people have said a bunch of times that getting bored is is good. Sometimes you have to make yourself bored because it makes you begin to get creative on, on ways to entertain yourself or to do things, right? And I think that that's what that time period was. And I think I got really clear on the person that I wanted to be, right? Like, who did I want to exist as in this world, you know? And, um, you know, I know for for a while I wanted a, a relationship of, of real substance, you know? And of course I had had you know, other relationships or, you know, casually dated other people, but I never found that real relationship of, of substance. And the reality was I wasn't ready for it at that time. I hadn't done the work. And I think over the pandemic, those couple months that summer, like I really began to lay down the foundation of what I wanted the next chapter of my life to look like, you know, and, and again, that's that clarity that you develop by spending that time with yourself, you know, being honest with yourself, having conversations. I mean, I journaled and uh, I was reading some of them recently. It's just crazy to me to see my mindset back then and some of the darkness that I was going through and and being grateful that I, I did that though, right? Because I fought through it. I was putting in the work to un- understand myself, to to gain that clarity of, of what, you know, um, was important to me and the person that I wanted to be. And again, you know, once I began to develop that that clarity, I'm like, okay, this is the type of life that I want to live, right? And this is the type of person that I want to be and this is the kind of relationship that I want. And this is how I want to be in a relationship. And uh, I'm, I'm laughing to myself right now because, you know, uh, here I am thinking I had it all figured out. And and as any good relationship, once you get into it, you realize that you have so much growth to do. But my, my point being that when I began to get clear on that, literally like the person I had always been searching for, like found me, you know, and and again, it's been an entire journey of growing even beyond that. But I, I think that we oftentimes find ourselves in situations that we're not crazy about or super happy with or that that really fulfill us. And it could be career-wise, could be personal, friendships, romantic, whatever it might be, family-wise, right? Because even during this time, I began to have like once-a-week dinners with my parents, which was like unheard of, right? And, and that completely began to change our relationship, right? But again, you know, what I'm what I'm talking about is the idea of that time spent alone, right? And and really getting clear on what you want and creating that that mindset. And I think, you know, so many of us are are in reaction mode when we're in everyday life, right? And it should happen so quickly, right? And we're we're so caught up on on what is going on and like, you know, man, this horrible news that's popping up on social media and what our parents want us to do, our friends, our spouse, and the expectation, I have to go to this, but I don't really feel like I need a day to myself, blah, 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 right? We're, we're being you know, pulled in, in so many different directions each and every day. And I think so many of us are, un, are, are afraid to say like, hey, like, I need to say no to this right now and focus on myself for a second, right? And that's like the, the greatest form of self-love is being able to say no. And I feel like I've said that before, somebody on the show has, but it's about, you know, setting boundaries. And again, the pandemic set boundaries for me. I didn't have to do it, but I've carried that into the rest of my life and, and understanding that, you know, I need to say no to things. I need to spend time with myself. I need to experiment. I need to try shit. I need to, you know, um, give myself the freedom to fail, right? And, and be unafraid to to fail and try out ideas, right? But, you know, all of that comes from being a bit selfish, you know, and I'm not saying you have to 
become you know an asshole or something like that but the idea of 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 being selfish with your your time right I, i talked about this a bit on the mental health episode but like for me i need like an hour a day of just like getting lost and and in a zone right and uh I have to be selfish about that each day, right? I need to be able to express that to whomever is around me. Like I need to go off and do this and not be bothered for an hour. And and then I'm I'm feeling a lot better about myself, right? But that hour gives me clarity. It gives me the freedom to to create. And again, it's it's about seclusion in a positive way, right? Not the type of thing where you cut yourself off and you're depressed because you're alone and you have nobody to talk to. But I think healthy seclusion, I think doing it on purpose is where a lot of the answers are going to come from, right? I think oftentimes we're moving throughout life and we might be feeling anxious, we might be feeling depressed, we're sad, we're a bit unhappy, we're unfulfilled, and we kind of have an idea of where it's coming from. We're not really sure, but we don't have the time to sit down and have that conversation with us, right? Like many people work, we have a family, you have, uh, uh, you know, kids, you know, you have fucking commitments that you you have you got to make dinner you know you want to get to bed at a a certain time so you don't feel tired in the morning right like it's really difficult to make that time for yourself i mean shit i i have a routine that's literally like two hours in the morning just to do that and i'm blessed that i'm in a position to to do so and there are some mornings where i can't do it even when i'm you know the person creating my own schedule and i'm literally working for myself right i still you know last week had like three days where i just was not able to get into that routine because of so many other outside things that I was trying to deal with, you know, and and you feel it, right? And you, you feel the difference. And I think I, I feel it even more and more. I'm more aware of it now that like something is off because it's become such a consistent thing for me in my life. But, you know, pre-pandemic, that wasn't my regular life. Like that was my regular state of being anxious, but I'm not really sure why. Depressed, not really sure why. Not feeling fulfilled. Not sure why, but I probably just need to like, you know, get that next accomplishment. Then I'll feel better. Right. But these are all like shallow ways of looking at life. And I don't mean that in the way of like material things. I mean that in like you're literally just like giving your knee jerk reaction to why you think you feel something and then not even exploring it. Right. And oftentimes we might be feeling something and it may appear that it's for this reason, but there's probably something deeper and we have to peel it back a bit. You know, that's why something like therapy is great. Right. Because you actually have to just sit there and like, talk about situations and they just keep pressing you on like, but why do you feel that way? But why do you think you felt that way? Right? So it's forcing you to have to sit there, slow down and be present to to all that's happening around you. And and I think those moments of seclusion are not optional. They are completely necessary towards finding your happiness and, and also getting clear on what it is that you want and who you want to be. I think those are all sort of, man, things that, uh, that, that we're not even like taught to think about. Obviously, there's so many things like that, but I don't even think it's on most of our radars that like, you know, beyond just like wanting to be a good person, like really having a clear vision of the type of life that you want to lead, you know, and and the type of person that you want to become. What kind of parent do I want to be? What kind of partner do I want to be? You know, what kind of man do I want to be? Uh, you know, how do I want to see the world? How do I want to spend my time, right? And and like really planning that out and, and you know, you don't have to be there right now, but but having the time to slow down and understand the steps that it takes to get to where you want to be, right? And then taking the time before even that, right? The time to just identify where do you want to be, who do you want to be, right? And again, life happens so fucking fast. I can almost guarantee that most of us don't have the time to sit back and have those conversations. And for me, 
I guess the general idea of of this episode and what I want to to push, I, I don't think you need to have those five years in the woods, right? Or you don't need to have a fucking catastrophic world event like a pandemic happen, right? For me, that was obviously life changing. But let's be real, that lockdown lasted, you know, a couple months, maybe a summer, right? And after that, I still kept that mindset going. I mean, maybe a little bit of of uh, caution when it came to the pandemic, but I think also understanding how much had happened for me because I cut out so many outside things from my life, right? And I really just got really specific on what was important to me, you know, who was important, who were those core people that I couldn't go without seeing or spending time with? And what were those, you know, core things that I couldn't go um, without spending time doing, you know, or being a part of, right? And I've begun to obviously live life a little bit more, but to be completely honest, you know, in the last two years, I have still been in that that seclusion, you know, and and I'm forever grateful for it and forever grateful for, for the mindset that I've developed because I, I've had such a clarity on on who I am. I mean, I was talking to my my girlfriend, uh, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago and randomly, you know, in conversation, she was just kind of like the the man that you were when you were in Jersey City, which is where I was living at the time, uh, you know, when we met and, and the pandemic. Um, you know, is, is a completely different person than the one that sits in front of me. And she meant that in a good way, right? And that's not to say I was a shithead back then or anything like that, but I've had so many huge leaps and bounds as far as my growth as a human being goes, right? And it's undoubtedly because I've made it a point to set really strict boundaries on how I spend my time and what I do and to really invest in my own growth, right? It's an investment. It's an investment to be saying no to outside things. You know, um, it's an investment to not give in to your vices or your desires, right? It's an investment to uh, take the time to to educate yourself, right? To, um, you know, to to force yourself to not just sit in front of the TV when you have free time, right? Like I, I try and uh, and I keep books all around me and and, you know, in the moments where I'm like, oh, I want to just like sit here mindlessly watch TV or I'm about to go scrolling through my phone, I try to pick a book up instead and read a few pages, right? Or I try and keep a reading habit each night, you know, before I go to bed, I I, I read, right? And sometimes I'm really good about that habit. Sometimes I, I fall off of it, right? But I'm living my life with intention of the person I want to be. I want to be somebody who reads a ton of books and learns, you know, so many invaluable things that I can then uh, used to be better for the outside world, right? I want to journal and and dissect my thoughts, right? I want to be a person who's very much in touch with the things that he's feeling. You know, if I'm having a, a shitty day, I wake up on the wrong side of the bed. I want to investigate that, right? I want to be present to what I'm feeling, you know, and and I want to be present to those around me. That's still something I'm working really hard on, and not getting caught up in, in everything else. But again, I'm understanding the person that I want to be. I have the clarity to see that person, the pathway to get there. And then I'm living intentionally and I'm not letting the outside world seep into, you know, other aspects of my life, right? That they don't need to be in. Um, I'm very much, you know, happy staying home on a Friday night, right? Like this last Friday night, I uh, I, I stayed home. You know, my, my girlfriend uh, was was out with one of her friends. I literally stayed at home. I got uh, some some rest that I needed, right? And And then I just wrote. I just indulged with what was in my head and I, I you know, allowed my, myself to get lost in my creativity, but also to vent and, and to 
man, just just explore what was going on in my head. And I woke up feeling amazing the next morning and that night going to bed feeling amazing, right? Because I had a, a sense of clarity that only comes from taking the time to just be with yourself, right? And and that's the the sort of notion that I think uh, I took away from the idea of Joseph Campbell being in the woods for five years reading, right? It's the investment in yourself and the investment in pursuing what it is that, that you want, right? Uh, he wanted to be a, a far more well-rounded person, more educated human being. And he dedicated himself to that, you know, with dropping out of his, his doctorate program, going into the woods, and on top of that, developing a, a routine where he would read for four hours straight, like three hours a day, you know what I mean? So that was a dedication towards becoming the person that he wanted to and understanding that he probably had to cut out the majority of, of his social engagements and, and the outside world as a whole and the expectations that he or the people around him have placed on him. You know, he had to cut all of that out to truly get clear on who he wanted to be and then to do that work, you know, and that, that's kind of what I'm getting at with this entire story and pushing you to understand you don't have to feel guilty if, uh, you know, you decide to, to begin to cut people out of your life or, or certain elements of your life. And, and I want to kind of rest on that because I want to use that as a bit of the launching point for our conclusion stew as we kind of tie everything we talked about today in a neat little bow. But first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So... When things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Time for conclusion All right, so I, I kind of tabled it with the idea of guilt, right? And I think that this is probably one of the things that holds people back so much from spending that time with themselves. That and probably the fear of missing out, right? But we all feel so bad. Oh, I can't say no to this person. You know, they've been asking me to hang out for uh, a couple weeks now, right? So let me just go. You know, I don't really want to. I'm tired from work. I probably should catch up on this or that, right? But you know what? I feel really bad. I'm going to go ahead and do it. All of us have had that moment or, you know, or we're, we're like, man, I'm not going out tonight. And then you like look on Instagram and you see your friends are at like a bar nearby. It looks like the best time ever. And you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to miss out on this. You go and it's underwhelming at, at best. Right. And you're like, I should have stayed home. And now you live with that regret. Right. And then you wake up late on, you know, whatever Saturday or Sunday, you're hungover. Or half your day is gone at that point, And your weekend's just about done. It's Monday. It's time to go to work. Right. All of us feel this unnecessary guilt, this unnecessary burden to show up for others, right? And 
And again, I'm not saying to not be there for the people that you care about. Those are, are real situations. But your friend wanting to go to the bar, grab drinks, go out to dinner, that's not something that you have to be there for. Of course, if it's somebody you enjoy spending time with that you feel recharged, go ahead and do that. But but not at the expense of setting aside the time that you want to for yourself. Like if you've been able to set that time aside, if you've been able to really hone in on what you're feeling and who you are, you feel well rested mentally and physically. And then, you know, you get asked to do that. Sure. But if you're not in the mood for it, if you feel like you're not up for it, if you had other plans just to be with yourself, don't feel guilty saying no, right? Like it's important to set those boundaries. Those boundaries that we set for ourselves are an incredible piece to living the life that we want and and being the type of person that we want to be. Again, we need that rest and we need that time away from the outside world for clarity, to really get in touch with who we are, what we want and where we want to be. You know, again, oftentimes we feel emotions, we feel like we're reacting to something, but we're not really sure what it is. We give ourselves a superficial answer. Oh, I'm, I'm mad because this guy cut me off today and that ruined my entire day. It's probably something deeper than that, right? Like, because something as simple as that shouldn't ruin your entire day, right? You know, I woke up in a bad mood today and I'm telling my story. I woke up in a bad mood today and I was feeling a bit of like anger and resentment that I ended up staying up later than I, I want to uh, on, a, on a Sunday. And I ended up getting up later today than I normally would. And, you know, I started placing blame, uh, you know, and and the reality is when I sat down and like just talked to myself and listened to what I was my, my inner self was trying to tell me, it wasn't, you know, uh, that I was mad that I I woke up late and I wasn't really mad at this this uh you know the, the I wasn't I'm talking about my my uh my my girlfriend had to come my girlfriend had come over right so um we were we were hanging out and um and the Yankees were playing late so it was it was a whole a whole thing anyway um but I was placing blame all over the place it's the fucking Yankees it's my girlfriend it's my uh you know my my dog for for you know being a pain in the ass uh, and not relaxing you know wanting to to go out and take a late walk um you know I'm, I'm placing blame all over the place i'm like oh now my whole day is ruined but it, it has you know it had nothing to do with that you know when i really broke down like what was wrong with me why i was feeling so tense and so anxious it was because this entire last week i kept getting pulled into things that i couldn't get out of and as a result i wasn't spending the necessary time with myself like indulging in my creativity right i said that i need like an hour of that just getting lost to really feel good I hadn't done that again for like three or four days, right? Because I'd had people working on my my house here, and uh, you know I had to to be there to help them out. I had to go pick up, uh, you know, materials, and then you know I'm doing a bunch of this and that, right? So I, I got lost in in life, and I just got too tired to even be able to sit down and focus on things, you know, um, with the exception of a Friday night when I got to write. But you know, internally I was feeling anxious because I wasn't doing the things that like bring me that calm. I had a lot of pent up angst as a result of not having that thing to release it right these these last few few days of, of last week right so today waking up late which which shouldn't be that big of a deal because the beauty of of working for yourself is that i make my own hours right so normally it wouldn't have been that big of a deal but for me it represented man another fucking day where i'm not going to be able to like do what i need to do to feel good right and again without 
taking that time and having the the time today, you know, even though I woke up late, like I was like, fuck this, I'm going to really like hone in on what's wrong with me and meditate on it and, and write a bit, journal about it. Um, you know, I had to take that time of seclusion. And then again, to take the time to be creative, I threw my headphones on and blocked out the world for an hour, right? But spending that time with myself, that seclusion, that time in the quote unquote woods, right? Again, allowed me to really tap into what was going on with me internally and then allow me to not let it ruin the rest of my day as it probably would have had before I began to discover this and, and do the work, right? So in the macro and the bigger picture of our lives, fixing the things that, that need fixing or uh, you know, getting clear on what needs changing or, or man, where we want to grow or how we're going to get there, you know, we need that time in the woods, that, that seclusion, that time to ourselves to find the clarity to, to figure it all out. And again, you don't have to go in the woods for five years. You don't have to sit in the house for two months. It's just setting that designated time for yourself on a regular basis. And it's non-negotiable, you know, doesn't matter who calls you to go out. Doesn't matter what your spouse, you know, wants to do. They want to watch a movie or something like if you set that time for yourself, they need to understand that, that it's necessary for you and you need to stay dedicated to that and stay disciplined, right? Same thing as Joseph Campbell. He, he created a method to his reading so that he can be as efficient as humanly possible. And that's what you have to do. I need to carve out X amount of time for myself each week or each day so that I can be as efficient as possible uh, you know, in, in making myself mentally healthy and also getting to the place that I want to be and, and becoming the person that I want to be, right? And, and I think another component of that is what, what are you ingesting, right? Like Joseph Campbell didn't go in the woods to you know, sit there and watch, you know, TV or, or listen to the radio all day long, right? He went into the woods with the intention of reading. And why was he reading? He wanted to educate himself. He wanted to learn as much as he possibly could. He wanted to gain as much knowledge as he possibly could with the intention of then being able to be more well-versed on, on his views on the world and the art of living, right? And again, as a result, came out of the woods as one of the most brilliant authors and philosophers uh, of of man, of all time, right? Like the premise of, of his idea of the art of living and the hero's journey is the premise for every story that we know uh, in, in life. And I'm talking about like Star Wars and all that stuff. It's all based upon the, the, the work of Joseph Campbell, right? And uh, it's just in, insane to think about. I did a whole episode about him uh, last season if you want to check it out. I don't remember what it's called. It might be the hero's journey. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I again, it's about being intentional with how you spend your time and also what you say no to, what you set boundaries for. And I can tell you for me, getting really clear on that, getting so much better at saying no, being unafraid to disappoint people, quote unquote, you know, has has proven for me to have a far more fulfilled life and and has gotten me so much closer, so much faster to the man that I want to be. And uh, I will continue to, to do that. Currently, I, I live a life where I'm like half in the woods, half in, half outside, right? But more leaning towards the woods. But I, I think that that's kind of the, the balance of what you need, right? You have to exist somewhere in between where you're healthily doing what you have to do and, and uh, you know, interacting with the outside world, but then also spending that time uh, in the woods with yourself, getting clear on everything that is you. And with that said, thank y'all so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that made sense. It's a bit of a, a ramble of what's been going on in my head. Sometimes I get lost in it, and I don't know if it was uh, was helpful or or even made sense. And you know, until I listen back uh, during the editing process. But 
hopefully that made sense to y'all. Hopefully it resonated. Definitely let me know at DJ Dramos on Instagram uh, what resonated, you know, and, and what you thought of, of these concepts and maybe how you might apply them to your, your own life. I'd love to hear that. Man, Dramos.com, check out that merch. And if you haven't yet, please rate, review the show. Give us a little comment. It's always appreciated. With that said, I'll catch y'all on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. So then stay safe. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.